When we first started out, our churn was super high. It was like 25, 30%. And we knew there was no sense in, in putting money into paid ads when we were churning at that rate. So for a year and a half, that was like our goal. Just try to make customers happy, figure out how to onboard them. I mean, when we first launched it, the, the platform had a lot of features, but it was super confusing to try to figure out how to navigate it, and how to get your first product live and start accepting payment. So we've come a long way in terms of our user experience, our onboarding, and we have significantly lowered churn. We're in the you know single digits now. And, um, and so we didn't really even think about paid ads until we got to that point. On this episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast, we have Mark Thompson, co-founder of Pay Kickstart, an industry-leading billing and affiliate management platform for subscription-based businesses. On this episode, he dives into the early stages of Pay Kickstart and what their biggest pain points were in the beginning, how churn became a huge focus, and how they were able to reduce it substantially with a new offer. And lastly, my favorite, different ways to monetize your current customers to boost your LTV and your bottom line. This is going to be a great episode, y'all. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. But before we begin, if you are an agency owner or media buyer, head over to FunnelDash.com to learn how their tools can allow you to scale your ads and get cash back. That's FunnelDash.com. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Dylan Carpenter and Zach Johnson. Welcome to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. This is your host, Zach Johnson. I'm with Mr. Dylan Carpenter. You ready to talk about some SaaS today? Hell yes. (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, today's guest is the co-founder of Pay Kickstart a uh, online shopping cart and marketing software platform that has been around for about four and a half years. They've got over 3,000 users, uh, just passed over a million ARR. And a lot of the uh, you know, big name direct response marketers are using this uh, for, their, for their checkout and, and, and payment flows. But Mark is also an internet marketing OG and legend. Um, I want to say, gosh, you've been in the space for 10 plus years, maybe 15. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm a dinosaur, I guess, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> man. <laughs> I know. But wel- welcome to the show, man. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So tell everybody a little bit about your, your journey from going to you know promoting launch after launch, info product after info product to really honing in for a pretty disciplined like four years here on, on pay kickstart and uh, what made you want to make you know, jump into that? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long journey. So I've been an entrepreneur for about 10 years now. I think before I started my entrepreneurial journey, I was working at a marketing agency. So I was doing a lot of, you know, client work and I realized I just, I hated it. I was trading time for money and it was just not scalable. Even when I was working for someone else, I knew that I wanted to be my own boss but I knew that I didn't want to run an, an ad agency and, and have a whole bunch of clients to speak to. So um, I, I wanted to figure out how I could create my own products or programs and sell them 24 seven. I just felt like that was a little bit easier to scale. 
And I found this place called the Warrior Forum. If you've ever heard of it, it's been around forever. It's the largest internet. You're the king of the Warrior Forum, man. Like you just dominated that for years. (laughs) Yeah, well, so I found it and I just kind of reverse engineered what other people were doing on it. And I just took it and ran with it. I saw these people launching products on it. And so, I mean, I don't want to give too much, you know, to, to make a long story short, I just figured it out. Like I, I figured out how to create a sales funnel. I, I figured out how to create a product and bring it to market that people wanted. And I started to make a whole bunch of friends in the affiliate space. I, I just, I had, you know, over a couple, a couple thousand affiliates that were promoting our offers. And so it, there was really no risk because these were affiliates that had lists and they were just promoting the offer. And I would only pay them when we made a sale. And so I started to do this for my own products, but then other people started to contact me and be like, hey, I have this really cool piece of software. Will you help me launch it? And so that's kind of what I was doing for three or four years. And I made a lot of money doing it. But I realized at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't really sustainable to continue to do that. And especially the way that the pricing was set up. A lot of them were, you know, one-time uh, prices, you know, l- lifetime type of deals. And it was just really hard to be able to scale that out. It's almost, it's impossible. And, and you know, it's, you know, I, I feel like you don't really have a real business until you have recurring revenue coming in. And so, you know, while, while I realized that I, I did it for a number of years and I still support the majority of the products that I launched back in the day, or I've at least sold the, those businesses. I haven't just kind of gotten rid of them. Um, but I know a lot of people have, and it's why the quote unquote internet marketer has gotten a bad rep because they, they try to get a quick cash grab and then they, they leave and they, they don't support the product. Um, but I realized that wasn't sustainable. And so, but it gave me the foundation for what I know today. And it gave me the capital that I needed to be able to invest into a mainstream SaaS application where I could compete with other people, other businesses in the marketplace. I wouldn't have been able to do that unless I did what I did, you know, previously, or unless I went and got a whole bunch of venture capital money, which I never did. We're all we've been bootstrapped from the ground up. So, you know, it was kind of like I learned a whole bunch know. of hard lessons. You I'll know? push back. But was it bootstrapped or was it self-funded? I feel like you've got to pour in some cash into pay. Well, I, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it was. It, it was self-funded. And I mean, bootstrapped. It, I mean, I, it was basically me and, and one other partner. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, we obviously put some money into it and it, you know, pay kickstart started as an internal tool just to sell our own products, just because we were so fed up with the archaic solutions that were out there for selling our products. We just realized that we were leaking so much potential revenue um, as we started to grow. And so we said, screw it. We're a software company. You know, let's just build this thing ourselves. So it started off really kind of small just to be able to accept payment, manage recurring revenue, manage our affiliates. And then people were asking us, you know, like, hey, what are you doing over there? And they started asking, hey, can I use your platform to, to sell my own products? And we kind of realized, hey, this we're onto something here. And, you know, about six, five or six years ago, we started to really shift our focus, our resources, our money, our energy towards this. And we realized, hey, if we want to you know, make this something special, we're going to have to kind of put our eggs in that basket and, and start to take some risk. And that's what we did. I want to know how much you, you had to invest in a pay cake start to get it to this point. I mean, that's that's a really good question. I mean, the good news is, you know, I've, we've been very fortunate to find talented people overseas. Our whole team is virtual. So we have people in the Philippines, you know, Eastern Europe, South Africa. You know, if you name a country, we've probably have hired someone, either a developer or a designer. So we've been able to find some relatively inexpensive talent 
Um, so it, it's not as much as you would think where, you know, some of these companies that, you know, they're getting 20 million in VC money and they're hiring everybody in the States and they have this massive office that they're trying to impress everybody. We didn't have that. So, you know, we were kind of bootstrapped in that sense where we all had our own home office. We were all working virtually. So it wasn't as much as you would think. And, you know, the fact that I had other streams of, of revenue coming in, it kind of mitigated that, that upfront cost. So how do you go from selling, I'll say the bottom of the barrel, right? Lifetime deal software, um, low quality customers, low paying, low LTV. Yep. And it's a totally different marketing process, right? Yep. A lot totally. of hype. And while well, a lot of people, I'm sure that got paid kickstart started, but I'd imagine that pretty much all of those customers have churned out by now. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a, a small fraction of those customers. So we had that we had that email list. You know, it was a pretty big email list. I mean, 80, 100,000 people were on that list from just the years of selling all these different products and, and partnering with other people that had products. And so that was definitely something that helped us to kind of get things going and get our initial client base. But yeah, a lot of those did churn out just because they're used to paying the one-time fee. And so the biggest thing for me was, you know, just getting in the mentality of focus, right? I was so kind of in that like perpetual launch sequence that I had to get away from it. And so it was hard for me to do in the beginning, but, you know, as time went on, I started to really see the potential and I started to see that snowball effect every single month. We started to get more and more recurring revenue, more people talking about us and more people like, oh, cool. You guys fixed that bug. You added this feature and it started, you know, it was one of those, it was a slow process in the beginning, but it started to really pick up speed. And, you know, after a couple of years, that's really when it started to get exciting and people started to just organically talk about us with some of the other solutions that are similar to us that are more mainstream SaaS that, you know, really have bigger budgets than we do. And so that, that's when it yeah. really started to get exciting for us. That's cool, man. Well, let's get into it. I want to talk about a rich ad and I want to talk about rich ads specifically for your use case. And we don't have, yeah. you know, tons of po folks on that are, you know, repping B2B software products. Yeah. And like I said, it is a different marketing and, and, and sales function, right? It's mm -hmm. like B2B SaaS, you know, I think like the most I've seen folks scale in this space is like 300 grand, maybe 400 grand a month. It's definitely not your D2C consumer, yeah. you know, brand <laughs> spending millions. And a lot of the time you're trying to manage this blend of LTV versus, you know, payback period mm -hmm. and short-term ROAS, which is a different, you know, it's a totally different ball game than an e-commerce where it's just... <laughs> It's just your, like, you get that feedback so quickly, right? right. Yep. Um, so, yeah, man, lay it down for us. What, what's yeah. the rich ad that's working for you that's that's growing? Pay Kickstart. Yeah, well, let me first say, you know, we had, we had to solve our churn problem before we could even put a dollar into ads. So when we first started out, our churn was super high. It was like 25, 30%. And we knew there was no sense in, in putting money into paid ads when we were churning at that rate. So for a year and a half, that was like our goal. Just try to make customers happy figure out how to onboard them. I mean, when we first launched it, the, the platform had a lot of features, but it was super confusing to try to figure out how to navigate it and how to get your first product live and start accepting payment. So we've come a long way in terms of our user experience, our onboarding, and we have significantly lowered churn. We're in the you know single digits now. And, um, and so we didn't really even think about paid ads until we got to that point. 
now once we've gotten to that point we we were trying to figure out okay what's what's something where we can provide value to all, you know our target audience which is you know any online business with recurring revenue so we work with SaaS companies we work with membership site owners online course creators we work with some ad agencies you know they're they're managing clients and so we're like well how can we give them some great values, some things that'll help to increase conversions, lower churn, um, increase the LTV, um, but at the same time, get them uh, adopted to our product and make sure that they, there's brand awareness and they hopefully will adopt our product, which will automate a lot of what we're teaching them. And so we created a 30-day challenge. It was called the 2X Challenge. It was a 30-day intensive workshop and we walked people through after the 30 days, if you implemented what we teach you, um, our goal is to try to get you to 2X your revenue, try to double your revenue in 30 days. And so um, and so we show them each day, we gave them a new strategy um, and we try to keep it bite-sized. Like the strategies were very simple. We gave them a worksheet to fill out and then an implementation video on how to actually go and implement it. And so we did that for 30 days and there's been some other companies, um, no, most notably like ClickFunnels that did a challenge. They were super um, successful with it. So we kind of piggybacked off that, that strategy. And so what we did was we created the sales page. It was $100 to get into it. So we tried to keep it as low of a price point as possible to just low barrier to entry. But we wanted to make sure that there was some skin in the game. We didn't want to give it away for free because, you know, we know what people do with free products. They say, I'll get back to it later. So we wanted to at least have some sort of incentive for them. And so what we were doing, we were running Facebook ads to this $100 offer and it was it was breaking even. It was breaking even, so it took, cost us about $100 to get each, each person in, into the door. But what we found was about 30% of those people were sticking with Pay Kickstart. So included in the 30-day challenge was was uh, one month of, of Pay Kickstart access. So we're teaching them these strategies, and we're saying, hey, you can go and implement this stuff manually, or you can use Pay Kickstart. Here's the tool. You have access to it for 30 days, and you can allow us to help you automate the majority of, of what we're teaching you. And so that was the end goal, right? Try to get them to use Pay Kickstart and hopefully be a lifetime customer. And so about 30% of them stuck. And what we noticed was um, the majority of them, once they stuck and they're onboarded and they're using our system, they don't want to leave, right? It's not fun switching billing platforms. Um, and so that was a strategy of funnel that worked extremely well. Um, I don't know if you have any, any questions about that. Well, we talk about that. I think work. that for, for those listening to this episode, definitely reference back to the ClickFunnels episode because the numbers you're sharing, um, Dave Woodward, CEO of ClickFunnels, shares very similar numbers on their, um, I don't know if it, it was definitely either the challenge funnel or their book funnels of just like the relationship between selling info to software on the yeah. back end. And you're right, like it, you're going to get, um, you're going to get a more pre-qualified lead was when somebody's going to throw down selling subscription on, you know, free trials or subscription from paid advertising is, is a, is a death trap, right? Like it's, it's going to be high churn. You're going to have to wait, you know, 60 days. And we've all kind of evolved, um, from that, I think in the B2B software space. Mm -hmm. Um, and so courses and, and, and challenging info, you know, you, you only, want 30% of those people buying courses into your software. You wouldn't want 100% of them right. into it. So that's, uh, 
That's awesome, man. I, I I love that. How much were you able to scale this particular campaign with the with the challenges the front end offer? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. So we did notice there was a threshold as we started to increase our budget, as we started to kind of open up the ads a little bit more. And I, I wish I could talk about it. So my my co-founder, he actually manages our ads, so he he could probably speak to it a little bit more. But I know we definitely reached a threshold. I think we were spending about about twenty or twenty five thousand dollars a month. And then we started to notice that it was starting to dip. I don't know if it was just the ads were being seen by the same people or if the just the audience wasn't as targeted because we are, you know, we, we're targeting recurring based businesses. While that may seem like a lot, I mean, it, you know, at some point you're going to kind of dilute your audience. And so we, we started to notice once we reached that threshold, it started to go down. And so we've actually been experimenting with some other um, advertising platform, you know, Google ads and even like Quora ads and some just kind of off the beaten path type of, of um, traffic sources. And so that's something that we're actually working on right now is just doing some testing in other areas. Yeah, I've actually seen that to be true. You know, 20,000 a month is definitely a really big mile marker for a lot in B2B SaaS. Um, I, I see a lot of SaaS companies that plateau there and they have to um, kind of diversify their funnels, right? They end up kind of with, let's say a challenge funnel, you know, a book funnel, free trial, and gosh, who even knows how many funnels like ClickFunnels has for their, for their, oh God, you know, too, yeah, I can't even keep track. They come out with a new one every week. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, that was, um, so, you know, that may just be the playbook, right? Just accept that the, you know, the challenge is, is 20 K and then just move on to, you know, the next front end offer. And if you end up with five, 10 different funnels that are all just kind of hovering at 20 K, like you're still, you're still right. doing better. Um, I, you know, in the early days of funnel dash when we were repping software, I got like microscopically focused on like the one funnel. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and really if you kind of look back, like it was our, you know, agency growth book and it was our, you know, lifetime deal promotions and it was our rich ed poor ed book and all those different funnels. Mm -hmm were what really contributed to the overall list building and, and lead gen efforts. And then, you know, the, the MRR. So, yeah. um, no, it's cool, man. So let's talk about a poor ed. What, uh, what's not working yeah. <laughs> for you. So before we did the 30 day challenge, we did a free plus shipping offer. So the shipping was 15 bucks and, um, it was called the marketer's vault. And so we gave them some, you know, some physical goods. It was, you know, some, um, well, also we gave some digital assets as well, but uh, it was basically some workbooks, uh, some, you know, some all different types of books, like just how to, you know, increase conversion. It was very similar to the 30 day challenge, but it was just formatted differently. It was, a, it was a physical package. We actually rolled in the digital version as well, which helped increase the initial cart value by about 30%. So we, I think we were selling it for like eight bucks that they could add it to their cart. So that did help a little bit. The problem with the marketer's vault is it wasn't, there was a disconnect between the training and our core product. It wasn't seamlessly integrated with pay kickstart. So it was like, we would teach them how to do something and it wasn't really real. It didn't really naturally flow to, Hey, this is how you go and automate it with our, our pay kickstart solution. And so I think there was a disconnect there. And the fact that we were also paying for, um, you know, the physical goods to ship this, um, you know, I think the, the CPA was around 35 bucks. So we were, we were losing, you know, around, you know, it was like between 15 and $20, uh, a, a lead we were losing on. And we really, and, and the fact that I think we only got about five or 10% of the people to actually, uh, stay with pay kickstart after the first 
month because we gave them 30 days of a free trial as well. Um, and then the wait, wait, hold on. Let me, let me recap here. So you sell a book, super low ticket. Yep. And of those, 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 those book buyers, five to 10% not took the offer or stuck around after the they, first month. They, yeah, they stayed after the offer to stay with pay kickstart. The problem was, and, 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 and you know, uh, what's even worse about that is the fact that after that first month, the drop off rate was astronomical. So maybe they kept it for, they let it, you know, rebuild by accident. And then, so they just didn't stick. It just, there wasn't synergy between the training that we gave them and the product. And so we kind of learned from our mistakes and that's why the 30 day challenge, I believe was so much of, of a better funnel just because everything was seamless and it was all integrated as kind of one product. And that can be evergreen as well. I imagine that challenge can, that can be reused, reworded. So I, you got a good one. Yeah. Yeah. We, we ran it a couple times live and it was, I mean, it was a lot of work. I mean, just, just the content alone took a while. Um, but now we just run it evergreen. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend in partnership with MasterCard. And if you are an aggressive affiliate dealing with dozens of ad accounts, or you are in gray hat or black hat verticals, such as drop shipping, CBD, or other verticals where you're dealing with ad accounts getting shut down, business managers getting shut down, or even de-platform from platforms like Facebook and Google, then you absolutely need to check out Funnel Dash's ad card. We give you unlimited free virtual debit and credit cards. So you can have a dedicated card for every single ad account campaign. And you can attach any name and address in the US so you have complete anonymity on the card and at the card level. Plus, one of my favorite features is that you don't have to pre-fund or even top off like most typical virtual card solutions today. So if this is you and you're operating these verticals, whether you're an agency or an advertiser, then check out AdCard at FunnelDash.com. All right, man, let's talk about some financial principles. How are you you know, investing in your marketing at, at PayKickstar? How, how have you you know, self-funded the business, you know, what, what are some uh, guiding principles on, on how you're managing the business day to day? Yeah. So in the very beginning, and, and I talked about this earlier was churn. We just realized churn was so high. And if we'd never got that under control, there'd be no way for us to scale. So churn was by far our biggest metric that we were looking at. And we just became obsessed with figuring out why people were leaving. And so we actually added a whole bunch of churn features inside of pay kickstart that vendors can use to help automate the, the collection of feedback and understand why are people leaving your, your product? Why are people canceling? Um, what do they need? Is it a feature? Do they need better support? And that's what we did. So we added 24-7 um, live chat. And I basically told all of our customer success team to just say like, how can we, how can we serve you better? What do you need? What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? So we were using NPS score as well to help measure churn, we were collect, we, we have a, what's called a cancellation saver sequence. So we find out whenever someone's going to cancel, we ask them why they want to cancel. Are they going to another product? Are we missing a feature? Was the support not right? Was it confusing to use? Um, and, and of course we had live chat right there to help you know, overcome those challenges. We had better onboarding. So we just did all these, all these different things to just lower churn and, and, and it worked and it, and, it, and it took a while, but that was our main metric that we looked at. And then once, and we're always looking to improve churn, right? I mean, we want to minimize cancellations, but, um, once we got that under control, we really started to work on expansion revenue and the lifetime, you know, value of a customer. 
So we're trying to come up with how, you know, now that someone's paying us $99 a month, how do we get them to pay us 200 or 300? And so part of that was repositioning our pricing. Uh, so it took a while. We, we actually didn't, we didn't change our pricing for, for the first four years. And that was a huge mistake that we made. So we kept adding to the product more features and we, and they were enhancing it, but we just totally like forgot about changing our plans. And so immediately once we did that, the customer lifetime value doubled. Patrick Campbell from ProfitWell would be just slapping you silly. Right oh, he punched like, me. You should, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you should be doing that every 90 days. Oh, you know, and, and we are now. I mean, it's just like an evolution. And so, you know, and hey, you know, you learn, right? I mean, there's only so much you can do and, and everybody makes mistakes. And that was one of our biggest mistakes was just, you know, totally not, not worrying about pricing. And so, yeah. So, you know, once we got our pricing fixed and we increased those prices and we noticed that the uh, the lifetime value doubled. Now we're like, okay, well, what are some add-ons? How, what other additional expansion revenue can we do? And so, you know, we're going to be our own payment processor coming up next week. We added some, uh, a couple other add-ons, um, so they can add, you know, bolt on a couple, you know, $20 a month, $30 a month add-ons to their subscription, kind of like what, you know, intercom does and Slack does before you know it, you know, you started off at 20 bucks a month and you're spending, you know, two or $300 a month. And so that's really what we've been focused on. I would say over the last six to 12 months. That's awesome, man. Well, Mark, man, you made it. You're on the other side, man. You're you, you like, uh, this is a big milestone for you with, with pay kickstart. And there's very few folks that have, you know, or would have stuck it out as long as you have. And, um, to build out the feature set that you've built is a, is a true commitment. And, it's it's kind of crazy because like once you hit one million ARR, you're kind of just getting started. Yeah, <laughs> right? absolutely. Yeah, I mean this is kind of where the fun begins. I think like it took us you know four years to really kind of get to this point, but now it's 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 super fun and you know it, it's not we're not getting those questions like hey I need this feature oh sorry we don't have it so now we've like tackled a whole bunch of them and now the product mm -hmm. is is mature enough where we feel like we can kind of compete with everybody and and we can mm -hmm. kind of see it in the financials right so it's it's exciting. That's awesome, man. Well, tell everybody how we can support you and uh, how folks can get in touch. Yeah, so I mean, you can go to paykickstart.com. You can start a free trial, a uh, 14 day free trial. We have live 24 seven chat if you have questions about it. We also have a Facebook group where we just talk about subscription-based businesses. So how to increase you know, your MRR, how to lower churn, how to just build online businesses. So if you just go to Facebook and type in Pay Kickstart, it's called Subscription Growth Hacks and you can join that. And I'm in there and we have thousands of other um, online entrepreneurs in there. So feel free to join there. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, Mark. This has been amazing episode. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ed podcast. If you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and richadpoored.com slash podcast. And if you absolutely love the show, Go ahead and leave a review and a comment. Share with a friend. If you do, take a copy, screenshot of it. Email me, Zach at FunnelDash.com. Show me you left a review. And I'll give you a free copy of the Rich Ad Poor Ad book. To learn more about the book, go to RichAdPoorEd.com. To leave a review, go to RichAdPoorEd.com slash review. Thanks again.